cliffcentral.com. So, George, how are you and uh, how's your Friday looking? Ah, Friday's looking bad. Hello, Freeanne. Um, <laughs> if you've noticed every week, I've put something else in the front of that end, like Freeanne, Freeanne. Yeah. Okay. Um, well done, George. Uh, Sorry, we weren't, we weren't paying enough attention to you, George. Let me just start again. George, I can't believe how you give, you put a different word in front of Anne every time you come on. It's so fantastic. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Trian. Um, um, so I was I was listening to the show before this, and uh, you know, I, and so I went and Googled it, um, and the and the and the word hypochondriac, okay, um, is a morbid concern about one's health and exaggerated attention to any unusual bodily. And I didn't know this part existed in the word hypochondriac mm-hmm. and mental sensations, a delusion right. that one is suffering from some disease for which no physical basis is evident. Correct. Mm. There we go. Voila. Boom. Everybody stop talking and think about that definition for a couple of seconds. All right, George, we, I wish we had time to stop talking, but you've got a lot on the agenda. So let's get straight to it. What's on the uh, what's on the menu for today? So I don't know. Uh, you know, I actually need to look this up where Wisconsin is uh, in the United States. What's Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Green Bay. Uh, That's what you mean on the map. Well, whether it's in the south of uh, uh, South of America or not. In no, 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 like. Yeah, no, it's more central. Like it's a, it's a tiny little town. An interesting thing about Green Bay is their football stadium, right, has a bigger capacity than the size of of, of the actual town. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah, it's a, well, it's a legacy title town. They call it. Well, uh, um, somebody spotted at a McDonald's drive-through. I mean, just imagine this for a second. You at a McDonald's drive-through, and the car um, uh, uh, in the parking lot with mm. you, or in the in the lot with you, um, has a genuine cow on the back seat. Oh, that's brilliant! What? That would stop me in my tracks. <laughs> I'd I would love alive? to see it. That's phenomenal. A cow sitting in the front seat of the car. We're sitting in the back seat of the car. Oh, that's so. Awesome. Uh, the, 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 there were apparently three calves in the in the back seat of this car, and uh, it was a Buick. Now, if you if you know what a Buick is, it's like a it's like a medium to large size SUV. Right. And there were three calf cows, cow calves, whatever they are, um, in the back seat of this car. And this lady took a video of it. I just posted the link to you. Yes. Um, a lady took a video of it and, uh, you can see the calf looking out the side of the window. I now, love that. But the, the funny thing for me is that it's at a McDonald's where they serve. Yeah. Cow. I want to, but I, w- I want to be able to drive around with a cow in my back seat all the time. I think that's the coolest thing ever. Have you ever been out in public and you hear like a mom say to their little child, you know, like, hey, if you don't behave, do you want that bad man to take you away like that? You know, that's I imagine that's what you're doing to a car when you take them to McDonald's. Like if you don't keep it together and keep producing milk, that's yeah, you're going to be in between. There's the cow. Look at that. Oh, That's unbelievable. So cool. I want a car in my backseat. That's great. That's so great. All right, George. There's the, there's, there's the naughty chair. I got a story for you, George. Uh, this is this is a big deal. This is from autospies.com, right? I'm sure you go there often enough. So listen to this. Tesla's Model S Plaid or Plaid finds the limit the hard way at the Nuremberg Ring. Apparently, this car, which you've spoken about a couple of times, this Tesla, was at the Nuremberg Ring. And uh, there was no other info available, but judging by the new videos that have been uploaded on Car Spy Media, this thing is not very impressive, George. It seems you still need an ICE vehicle if you want to take part in the real petrol head stuff. Um, it looks like it ran out of brakes 
and used the guardrail to slow down this Tesla. Mm. Wouldn't they, surprise me. This thing is so fast. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they've got to now learn to upgrade the brakes. But, I mean, if you're going to be a performance car, it's not just in getting fast. It's also in being able to slow down quickly enough, right? Exactly. Right. So Yeah, a, but I don't think Tesla need to do Tesla need to do some work, George. Let's be honest. I don't think it was Tesla's intention. I'm not, I mean, I don't mean to sound like I'm defending Tesla because uh, I've got my, I've got my views on the, on the quality of the build of Tesla versus the Jaguar I-Pace. Uh-huh. But, uh, um, I, I don't think it's the intention of a car manufacturer to build a fast car that is track ready. So, so, you know, it's, 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 it, you can go and drive a Golf GTI and it's a very quick car. Um, if you jump on those brakes enough, you will cook the brakes and then eventually they will be sponge and you might crash into something. So, so if somebody's going to take a car on a track, to be honest, you've got to consider the fact that the car's got to stop. And, uh, but it, I, I agree with you. I think, uh, I think Tesla's got to consider those brakes because the car does zero to 100 k's an hour in 1.9 seconds. That's amazing. That's blissful. I just, uh, you know, we're always talking about EVs on the show. I thought I'd bring a little bit of the other side to the argument there, there is still there's still a lot of people in the world who don't regard these electric cars as being the real deal and we we mustn't pretend they don't exist that's all mm-hmm. right we, do, we we can't pretend they don't exist and uh and, and they're they're a different uh, they're a different breed and 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 that leads me into one of the one of the stories that uh, i think are important um and that is vw is slowly phasing out manual gearboxes Hmm. So I don't think anybody's ever driven what is called in America a stick shift. Um, And uh, they've slowly disappeared. uh, Land Rover, Jaguar, totally not not got any manual cars in their fleet anymore. And uh, VW does. And uh, they'll be slowly phasing them out. Now, if you imagine an electric car doesn't have a gearbox. It can never be a manual. So, so manual cars will never exist in, uh, uh, in, in the future. And then, um, I don't know if, uh, if, if, if everybody's familiar with the, the fact that you could up to now and can still can get a driver's license for an automatic car and a, and a driver's license for a manual. If you've got a driver's license for a manual car, you can drive an automatic, but if you've got a driver's license for an automatic, you can't drive a manual. Okay. I didn't know that. Hmm. So I, I obviously, uh, I obviously got my license when it was manual, so I can do both, right? So the the people who got yeah. an automatic license, they can't drive a manual car. That's well, it may, makes sense, but I I didn't think about it. I never really spent a moment considering it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, you can imagine trying to drive a manual car for the first time. You're going to stall a lot. Yeah, I have ex- experience in that. Um, when I when I was younger, I had a crazy night out and I I needed someone to drive me home. So I phoned my tenant at the time who was American. I'm like, Hey Matt, could you possibly collect me? Blah, blah, blah. He goes, yeah, I can. But once I get there, cause he was going to Uber there in those days, it wasn't even an Uber. It would would have been a taxi. And then he got into the car and he started it and he went, Oh, I can't drive stick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we were we were absolutely screwed. He did he couldn't even pull off. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. It's it's definitely a separate license. Okay, but uh, you won't need it in the future. Um, um, and then you know the Olympics have been going on, um, and then the Paralympics has just started mm-hmm. um, in Tokyo. 
Um, and uh, um, Toyota was the company or is the company that provided what was called the e-pallet transportation pod. I don't know if you saw these um, during the Olympics. And they were uh, designed with, uh, with ramps and uh, access doors so that athletes could quickly get in and out of these e-pallets. Um, um, and and uh, groups of them could be transported from one spot to the other. Now, the thing about these e-pallets uh, made by the Toyota Motor Company is they were self driving so they didn't have a driver and they navigated to the next destination on their own yeah turns out that uh, they've stopped using them um, suddenly now uh, um, because uh, one of these self-driving cars uh, knocked over a visually impaired person oh jesus <laughs> oh my word <laughs> all right wow. I'm, I'm not i'm not laughing because i'm i'm taking a pleasure in a, in a blind person being knocked over i'm i'm laughing because i've just seen what an e-palette looks like oh Holy mother of God, what a horrible looking vehicle. Okay, I'm going to put a picture yeah, of it up. It's, it's, like a, it's, like a it's the most terrible looking thing ever. I mean, the, these things should be banned just because they look like that. Let me see why, why, where the picture is because it's not coming up for some reason. Um, but it's a horrible looking. It's very futuristic, obviously. Uh, I think the idea is here that this thing must be, um, it, it, what would you call it, George? A, a people carrier. So it's, it's like those buses at the airport. They're not particularly ergonomic or... Or, or 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 designed for speed or for um, you know what, what do they call it aerodynamics or any of that stuff? It's it's a hideous looking creature. Um, let me see if I can load this thing up. I don't know why it's not coming up on my screen. Ah, there we go. All right, it's an e-pallet, and this thing knocked over a blind person. I mean, how humiliating! Yep. First of all, to be blind and be hit by a car, but to be hit by one of these. Look at that, horrific. <laughs> oh no, horrific. Look, oh. up, look up Toyota oh. e-pallet if, you, like if you're not watching us live. It looks like the, the, the motorized version of a pug. Worse, it's, okay. it's like a bread. It's like a loaf of bread with four wheels bread. attached to it. That's the best way to describe yeah. it. It's just awful. Nobody should be eating bread yeah. or driving in that. No. I think, yeah, a loaf of bread wheels. Yeah, that's it's, it. It's a half loaf. Mm. It does like a loaf of bread or uh, a bread tin. Carl wants to know, isn't ipalet the word in Zulu for the roof of your mouth? I think that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's, good. South Africans are amazing. <laughs> anyway, I'm very sorry for this. Was this uh, blind person killed or were they just hit? No, they were just injured, so uh, um, it uh, it wasn't. And they didn't see it coming. There we go. Yeah, there we go. There it is. Um, uh, Watching, watching my my mom watching the Paralympics, and she's in a wheelchair. It's the first time she's watching it being in a wheelchair and unable to walk. And even she had jokes. So you know, it's not like it's not like as soon as you're. Um, disabled in some way that you lose your sense of humor, mm. that's for sure. Yeah, my sense of humor is so dark, I dare not watch the Paralympics. I dare not. It's just, it's an invitation for disaster, and, and I'm just going to stop talking about it right there, otherwise, we get into trouble. Go on, George. Yes, let's move on to elderly people. So, uh, in oh, Japan, another area, of, another area of dark humor <laughs> for me. This is great. All right, tell me about those smelly old people. <laughs> uh, Japan's uh, population is aging, um, oh. and uh, there was a 90-year-old former senior government official 
um, who was sentenced to five years in prison for uh, knocking over and killing a three-year-old girl and her mother oh, no. uh, in a high uh, high-profile fast-aging country where. Oh, um, um, where the, uh, people are lobbying to actually get driver's licenses taken away from elderly people, mm-hmm. and which means that many of the drivers in Japan will lose their licenses. Right. Now, I don't know what your opinion is. Is there an age limit? 17% of Tokyo's traffic accidents, as a matter of fact, are, t- are, are aged or, or aging people, elderly people. Um, should people's driver's licenses be taken away? Or should, you know, is it merely a, a case of having to re-te- retake the test so that there's no actual age cutoff? Because many people are actually quite cognizant of the yeah, age of 18. I, they're, they're, again, Absolutely. we've got to say there are good 90-year-olds, there are bad 90-year-olds. And there are some 90-year-olds that if you did take away their license and they're perfectly competent behind the wheel of a car, uh, they, they probably would die because they, they'd lose their independence and it would really hit them hard. You know, you talk about mental illness and, and mental health. Um, I think that everybody should be tested as an individual. If you're an individual who has a hearing aid and you have glasses, but you're otherwise quite capable of reacting timelessly to any threat on the road, there's no reason you should be prejudiced against just because of your age. Just like you can't be, you know, if you're a 20-year-old, you shouldn't necessarily uh, be considered a better driver than someone who's 80. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it depends on your mental state and uh, and whether your reaction times. And and many people at 80 are are pretty pretty quick. Mm. I agree. And then finally, Gareth, uh, um, the BP is the first petrol station in South Africa to be given a liquor license. BP. Ah. That's excellent. Good news. So, so, so what, uh, I drive to go and pick up my beers? Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. – well, it's remember – We like to keep you boozing. That's right. <laughs> but, but why – Bear in mind that, that these stores at the, at, the, at the pulling stations are 24-7. They're open 24-7. So I suppose that's the draw card. But what, mm-hmm. what is this obsession that we have with telling people what to do? Some people are going to drink themselves to death. Some people are going to drink and drive. There's absolutely nothing you can do about this. The fact that somebody suddenly has a problem with BP, when you can get your liquor anywhere else as well. I mean, you shut down all these shops, as we learned last year, with liquor. And people just go to, like, underground shabines to find their booze. The problem isn't the alcohol. It's the people who drink the alcohol. And those people are going to be a problem until they're dead. They'll find a way. They'll absolutely find a way. So, uh, you know... Let's see what happens with the pushback. Who knows? Uh, uh, BP now faces this uh, this barrage of uh, trying to trying to get the decision shut down. No, no, and people are going. So, to so it's try. like America, right, George? I, I mean, in America, the convenience stores the, these things already exist. We, we know, we're not mm-hmm. reinventing. Except in America, yeah. you can go in. So you could you pull up to a gas station. You say, "I want you to fill up my truck with gas, and can I also have a six pack of?" Budweiser, and bring me a gun. I need a gun. I want a handgun. What you got? You got a Glock for me? I like a 9mm Glock. Give me one of those. And you know what? I'd also like a burger with cheese. That's what you do in America. Why the hell not? George, thank you very much.